0: All right. Dave's not coming. Oh, shit. That's upsetting. That's a shame. Dave said he wasn't going to do this. Uh, hi, everybody. Sir, what the fuck are you drinking right now? Can I show people this? This clearly is... I'm not having any of this. Oh, my God. Did you... Uh, good
1: night. Yeah,
0: I mean... That's a blackout in a picture.
1: That is, is that for one person?
0: Yes, hi. Yeah, and it's all over your shirt, obviously. Things are good over here. Thank you guys for coming out. We appreciate it very much, obviously. It's How great. many
1: people are disappointed so far?
0: <laughs> Someone wooed. I, I know, don't think I know I am. Either you're very honest or weren't listening in either way. Love it. Uh, you look really cute tonight. Love your mustache. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else to say. I got nothing. Are we done? I'm done talking to you. As on a person-to-person level. I'm ready for you. To talk at me.
1: You're listening to The Dollop! This is a biracial American history podcast. Each week, I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American, uh, sometimes English history, to my friend...
0: Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be. About... No, 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 no. We got away. We already, we've already started the show. It doesn't happen now. You guys, and, uh, sir. That's quite a torchbearer over there. Someone's blazing a new trail. You got a shit seat.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a shit seat. You're in the front row, though. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you ever wanted to watch a podcast and look at a guy, like the back of a guy's ear.
0: This is going to be like listening to a podcast for you, which will be
1: normal. It's good that's there, though, right? Because uh, can't back up.
0: What does it even say?
1: <laughs> all right, I'm in. All right. That's all you get for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> September 30th, the 1796. Year of our Lord Jesus Christ. John Mitten.
0: John, nice.
1: Is this the story of Mittens? Yes, it is.
0: That's exciting.
1: Was born in a Shropshire. That was weak. What happened there? You're kind of into uh, the area, but not... He was born to uh, John Mitten and Sarah Harriet his family were squires whose lineage went back 500 years
0: sure great that's traditional
1: yep Uh, so they were very wealthy but the good times could only last so long and John's father died when he was two Mm -hmm. Mm
0: mm-hmm as is to be expected yep
1: Uh, so So it's time for him to go work in a factory for a while (laughs) that's right but what happened was John inherited the family seat at Halston Hall, Whittington. It was worth 60,000 pounds. What's so happening? i got a,
0: a, a jailbreak effect with one of the lights going on my face. Just sort of keeps.
1: I'm adjusting. Um, okay, wait, what does that mean? A seat? Yeah, I think that's. What is he? He knew the squire? What does that mean? Or he just. He's a lord. Dave, you're supposed to do that part. You're not supposed to outsource that part. I just read that shit, and I'm like, fuck off. Just have a person be a person. <laughs> so he's a lord. Okay. Okay. I, th- I figured he'd be, he be—he was the new squire, which, again, I, as far as I know, a squire helps a knight with a horse. I don't know anything else that happens. Sure. But apparently squires do more than that. But, uh, it's very you know,
0: accurate so far. The they're
1: rich. <laughs> detail. Squires are rich. Sure. Uh, so basically, uh, he inherited what would be $4.3 million today. Oh shit! Yeah. At two? At two.
0: That's yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's right. That's how you grow up relating to people. That's how you like you're man of the people.
1: That's right. Yeah. Uh, it also brought in an annual income of ten thousand pounds from the estate lands. So he had tons of money and sure. was making uh, a lot of money a year. Right, a million a year, basically. Yeah. At two years old. Great. Uh, When Horatio Nelson was killed in Spain, sorry, uh, John's bereft and weeping nurse showed seven-year-old John a portrait of Nelson and told him she would make him a sailor's hat, even though she had never seen one. Is she the voice on
0: how to make these? That's my question. Is she... Here you are, it's a boat you wear on your head.
1: Don't think... Uh, when uh, so wait, he's two. Well, there he's a little he's older. Seven. Now he's seven.
0: He's seven. He's seven. Okay, he's a millionaire at seven, and she's like, "I'll make you a navy hat." I don't have yep. never seen one.
1: So when he was a boy, uh, Napoleon's wars were raging, and his nurse would use Napoleon to scare young John. She would, she would yell, "Quote: Boney will eat you. Bony will tear your eyes out." She like made Napoleon the boogeyman.
0: Yeah, like he was like, he's under my bed. That's right, he is. He's tiny. Boney's coming! Yeah. But Napoleon wasn't that small, right? Like, he was like... Yeah. No, he was, like, taller. No, I don't think that's true. He was, like, not... He was, like, of average height. Like, don't I think to... it was, like, propaganda to, like, make him seem like a shit. Don't I really to, believe that's don't true. Don't try to make Napoleon bigger He was this a good point... guy. He was a great guy. <laughs> Why are you Have trying you seen to... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Napoleon Why? was awesome. He was very cool. Why are you trying to help out Napoleon? Hey, that guy needs a hand. He's got one in his shirt. He needs another. Ah... <laughs> I'm the only guy doing Napoleon stuff.
1: John went to the prestigious Westminster School. A former student, quote, At Westminster, the boys fought one another. They fought the masters. The masters fought them. They fought outsiders. In short, we were ready to fight anybody.
0: Wait, they... (laughs) Isn't there supposed to be, like, an echelon of authority at, yeah, at the school? All, but instead, the teachers are like, we'll beat you up. <laughs> We're meeting out back to fight later.
1: Yeah, they're kicking the shit out of each other. All right, normal. Uh, then John was kicked out after a year for fighting with his schoolmaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was then sent to Harrow School, and he lasted three terms there before he was expelled. Why is he going to school? What do you mean? You're a child millionaire. I think it's just expected if you're a, a lord. Uh, no,
0: I would change that right away. What would you do it, uh, what? at
1: seven with millions of dollars? Well, I don't think you're seven anymore because you're beating up the schoolmaster, so you're probably in your teens.
0: Great, that's fine. Yeah, I would I would. Be, I would like pay to torture that man. I'd give his family money and I'd be like, I'm going to torture him. I'll throw money at this problem. Don't let Boney know. He is under my bed. The bony man. Uh,
1: So after that, he was then educated by tutors, which is, I think, what you wanted. Uh, If that. But, okay. I'll take it. Uh, He would harass his tutors with practical jokes. Nice. Uh, One tutor spent a night in the house, and there was a knock on the door in the middle of the night, quote, which he opened to be confronted by the alarming vision of his young pupil mounted on his black pony, having ridden him up the stairs. This is, this is what I'm talking about.
0: This is the sort of stuff when you grow up with a million dollars, just like a teen, you just got to be like, yeah. So I got an indoor ho- horse and an outdoor horse. I keep it real.
1: Uh, quote from Madcap's Progress by Richard Darwell. All quotes not otherwise mentioned will come from that book. Uh, a frequent visitor to Halston was Sir Richard uh, Poulston. <laughs> One of your favorites. Poulston? Poulston. Okay. He nicknamed John Mango King of the Pickles. <laughs> that stuck for a while.
0: Yeah, sure. Is there? Do we know why?
1: Nope. There nope. Is, that's it. I mean, there was there was a book called Mango King of the Pickles. At no point did anybody say why. Well, that's the fact that there's
0: a book called Mango King of the Pickles also just opens a lot of questions. But okay.
1: <laughs> like any rich kid in England, John started hunting foxes with his own pack of hounds when he was ten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people here did that. Yep. He would go hunting in any kind of weather. Okay. When he was 16 in 1812, John was commissioned as a captain in the local yeomanry. In
0: the local what?
1: Yeomanry. It's uh, like a volunteer regiment of landowners. Okay. Militia of landowners. Like rich guys playing army. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, To be an officer, you had to be nobility or landed gentry. Okay. Even though he had done very little academically, John was admitted to Trinity College in Cambridge in 1816. Nice. Yep. Why not? Earned. Let him. <laughs> God, could you imagine a time when rich people just got to do stuff without.
0: It'd be weird. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Now it's just like you've got to earn
1: everything. Yeah. By this time, uh, John really, really liked port. So. <laughs> fun detail. So when he arrived at Trinity College, he brought with him 2,000 bottles of port. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> By the way, this is who you want to room with. Oh, shit. This dude's a millionaire?
0: You love like port? I love port. This guy's awesome. We're doing port stands. We got a port funnel.
1: A port hat. A port hat? What is that? With the port, and then you got the two tubes coming down. Oh, like right. A port, a porty hat. Yep. yep. He's a porty animal. Yep. Uh, he expected the 2,000 bottles to get him through his time at Trinity, but he... Well, well and that would be expected. I would think that that would be enough. 2,000, 2000 bottles? Well, you never know. A <laughs> couple of parties. Uh-huh. Down to 1,000. Sure. <laughs> uh, but he f- he bailed on university, finding it boring, and went uh, to Europe on what he called a grand tour. Mm-hmm. When he returned, he was commissioned into the army and served in a cavalry. Okay. He spent a year in occupied uh, Combray after the defeat of Napoleon. Whoa. Yeah.
0: That's. I know. Can go to sleep again.
1: Yeah. You're learning, little... you're learning history right yeah, now. Napoleon yeah. ended up losing. And he was super tall. Six foot seven.
0: Yeah. Six, used to, six used six to
1: dunk. He was a starting center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: that's right. Yeah, we're saying the same yeah. thing. Oh, give me the rock. I'm ready to pound it. Yeah. I'm in the paint. Give me it. Yeah. Sorry, that's netball here. I'm sorry, that's probably confusing. Did he was really it... good at tossing the ball in the floating net with nothing around it, which is equally as thrilling as basketball, I've found.
1: Do they call it netball?
0: Well, netball's a different sport than basketball. They call basketball basketball, but they have netball, which is sort of like, what if you were to like take a lot of the good parts out of basketball? What would that look like? And you're like, oh yeah, it's not very good. It's really not, it's sort of stupid.
1: I it going back there? How's your popcorn? (laughs) Okay. Hey, buddy. Uh, So while he was there, uh, he mostly just gambled and drank. That's all they really did. Mm -hmm. Colonel Sir Henry Smith said, quote, Our life in Combrie was an excessive gaiety, hunting, and chases. What is it? Gaiety, hunting, and chases. What is the first word? Gaiety?
0: Gaiety. Gaiety. Gaiety.
1: You ever heard the word gayety?
0: Yeah, have you?
1: Yeah. Let's play the
0: game where one of us defines it. Rock, paper, scissors, you do it.
1: I think it probably comes from the word gay, which means happy, fun, sure. having a good time. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay, keep going. So this guy knows because he's hammered.
1: sex with other men. Huh? Having sex with other men. Sure,
0: yeah, all those things. I'll be
1: the colonel tonight. Sure, right. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, John also gambled like crazy. One night, he lost 6,000 Napoleons (laughs) to a captain. What is a Napoleon? I think it's a coin. It's probably like a dollar. But Napoleon was really into himself. So he was like, what about... (laughs) Unlike our
0: politicians now. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah.
1: Don't say it out loud, because he might name it a Trump. (laughs) Trump dollars. Yeah. Puts his face on the front. Yeah. Yeah. And his face on the back. Yeah. Uh, so, John's horse in Combre was a one eyed small male named Baronet. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. A year or so after being there, John resigned. Uh, and uh, on the night before he left, he jumped Baronet over a mess table where the officers were sitting. Dude, th-
0: <laughs> this is Richie Rich. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you just gotta, there's no rules. I don't know why he's going anywhere.
1: The officers were, quote, alarmed and delighted. What is with the officers? Oh! <laughs> well done. Good work, Mitten. Uh, John returned to the yeomanry in uh, Shropshire. Okay. He took up his duties as a squire? Whatever the fuck that means. I should have looked that up. No,
0: no, no. That's fine. We'll just keep it super big. Uh,
1: As he was about to get his full inheritance. So at 21, he had a large house, Halston, with more than enough money to run it. Tons of game and racing stable. He owned uh, thousands of acres in uh, Shropshire and rented farms. He also owned a manor that has a fucked up uh, Welsh name. Mm -hmm. I think we'd all love to hear you go for it. All right. Dennis Amadith. There it is. Well, it has two Ds. Sounds like you're anesthetized. So it would be a th, right? The D's are th. Sure, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, Dennis uh, uh, a hmm mm-hmm. And that's In a gremlin. Ma- <laughs> In a
0: maranethshire. <laughs> but Dave, it's like I'm there. <laughs> it's like you're the town mayor. Yeah, of <laughs> double
1: uh, it had thirty-two thousand acres. In eighteen eighteen, he married he married Harriet Emma Jones, the daughter of Sir Thomas Truitt Jones. Uh, so you know, Lord marries a I guess she's a probably a lady, right? Well, yeah, you uh, mean you like, guys work it. Is there a female sir? <laughs> yeah, uh, John very <laughs> quickly bored of his marriage. Okay, as you do. Yeah. Harriet thought he would settle down after the wedding, but that was not the case. More than anything, John loved hunting. Though he was not a normal hunter, sometimes he would show up for a hunt, quote, clad even on the coldest, wettest day in the thinnest of clothes and boots and once appeared to delight with his legs encased in black and white silk stockings.
0: So, okay. So he, I mean, yeah, this guy has too much money to care about anything.
1: <laughs> Basically. Which is a pattern. Uh, G.F. Underhill described John. Like he's, like a,
0: he's like a Kardashian in like the yes. 1800s.
1: Jeff Underhill described John in a hunting book, quote, he was five feet nine inches tall and weighed 11 stone, Mm -hmm. but he was a man of abnormal development. Hmm. His His biceps were thicker than those of Jackson, the pugilist champion.
0: Uh, Hold on a second. Everybody put your phone on ring. Um, We just want to get them on ring. (laughs) Before we keep going, we want those interruptions.
1: he measured over 40 inches around the chest, yet his thighs were so small and so weak that it was a marvel to his hunting companions. So he's just like the circus strongman, yeah. essentially? <laughs> he's he's just like, like big giant... upper
0: body, and then he's just got these little wiry legs? Yeah. Like the guy who's just like, leg day? I don't do leg day. That's <laughs> no, chest, back, byes every day. Chest, back,
1: pies. That's right. Okay. So he could, it seems like he could fall over at any time.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. He's not constructed properly.
1: Uh, Harry got pregnant but John was still out having fun she saw little of him he hunted all day and partied all night and this became society gossip one lady wrote to another quote the young mitten marriage sets out as was expected but unpromisingly he is living with unbounded expanse in the midst of every low company which leaves her to perfect solitude
0: i mean this is like shows you how like the intelligence of gossip used to be so much higher like read that again <laughs>
1: The young mitten marriage sets out as was expected. That's just not how gossip
0: starts. (laughs) You know, you hear what this bitch did?
1: But unpromisingly, he is living with unbounded expense.
0: Oh my God, he's living with unbounded expense? Grace, get over here. You're not going to believe this shit.
1: It's about mitten. In the midst of low company, which leaves her to perfect solitude. Oh my
0: Lord, perfect solitude.
1: So gossip began to flow. People said when he was drunk, he locked her into a kennel with the foxhounds.
0: Well, now I think it's a good time to 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 check in. Um so he would get drunk and lock his pregnant wife?
1: Well, that yeah, that was a, a, a rumor. In a fox kennel? That was a rumor, but then later on it was like no, she accidentally locked herself in the I mean that's Sure, as said. one does.
0: No, as one does, for sure. Yeah, I know a lot of women who crate themselves. Yeah, it's just a regular thing you do. Oh, dear, look at me. I've locked myself in the dog case again. Ha! <laughs> Foolish me.
1: Uh, people also said he tried to drown
0: her in the lake. Well, no, no, to be fair, she tried to accidentally drown herself. Yeah. I think that's what we learned.
1: And that once he threw her dog into the fire. Oh, my God. This is like making a murderer shit. (laughs) I don't think any of that's real. They're just making stuff up. Oh, all right. Sorry. He was big into practical jokes and liked to scare people.
0: Hey, you ever seen the one where I throw your dog in a fire? (laughs) (laughs) Prank (laughs) over. In the crate. You just got burned. Well, not as bad as...
1: The sound of a dog crackling on the fire. Mm, reminds me of the holidays, David. Uh, he drove so fast, so many times in his gig, uh, that she refused to ride with him anymore. What's his gig? It's like a, uh, <laughs> one, the one horse carriage, you know, just oh, okay. like two people sitting in Okay, right, 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 right. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's peeling ass, okay. He became friends with Charles James Apperly, who was a writer he He uh, wrote for a sporting magazine, uh, of course, he was ashamed of that, mm-hmm. so he used the pen name Nimrod mm-hmm.
0: at <laughs> sure. uh, Nimrod local sports page. uh quick question about the rebounds.
1: <laughs> but Nimrod became a very popular writer. Apperly and John were often together. John spent heavily, he paid fifteen hundred for pheasants and foxes. He had three square miles of preserves and fifty workers. Uh, working on it, there were standing orders for gamekeepers to bring stroats, badgers, polecats, and anything else they could catch. His annual killings were 1,200 pheasants, up to 2,000 rabbits, and an insane amount of partridges. <laughs> that sounds
0: like the the 12th day of Christmas sort of thing. <laughs> Uh, and he would just basically pay to have them put on his land, and then he'd go kill them. Is that yeah. what you mean? Okay, so that's so yeah. it's fun. It's like enclosed hunting, which is always fun. Like when you know well, the rich could... people go to Africa and they're like, "Holy shit, how did I kill this elephant?" It's like, well, because it was in a cage. Uh, it's like, man, I'm good at this.
1: <laughs> he owned two thousand dogs.
0: What? No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did. No,
1: he didn't. Yes, he did. He owned two thousand dogs. Yes. <laughs> what? Well, you buy one. It's so hard <laughs> to stop after that. You know I mean, what I mean? It's that like a is, tattoo. He's like Jaja? <laughs> 2000
0: yeah, dogs? Yeah. Well, Did he, he yeah. name them? No is the answer. Uh, no, I'm sure he named some but not all. Like 5. Yeah. That's a lot
1: of na- that's a lot of Yeah, that's 2000 to be <laughs> close. <laughs> the ones that were his favorites lived well. They were fed steak and champagne. The what
0: <laughs> <sighs> I don't know how well they lived.
1: Some of his dogs had to wear uniforms. I now believe this man had 2,000 dogs. While, Some wore uniforms? While others were put in costumes.
0: I, so, I, to me, a uniform on a dog is a costume, but he was like, no, it's no. just formal wear. They're going to go to the opera,
1: yeah. Uniform means that they're in service. right. But a costume, you know, it's something else. Yeah, you yeah, put him in a little like chef outfit. Like, yeah. ah, yeah. you met my cook? Is that the? <laughs> is that one of the servants? No, that's a dog. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. just good times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was a fan of dog fights and bred for that. Oh boy! I mean, but, if you have two thousand dogs, you run out of shit to do. You're like, what am I going to do? Yeah, have them fight each other. John trained differently Whoa. than other. Uh, uh, Fighting dog trainers. Sometimes he would fight the dogs himself. You mean. Do you mean he would
0: physically oppose two of the canines, or you mean he would be like, that's it, it's me versus the dogs? It's him versus
1: the he dogs. He would fight the dogs? Yes. He was seen Well, fighting. one of them
0: probably had boxing gloves on. He's
1: like, all right, eh. He was seen fighting bulldogs and mastiffs. He would bite them to toughen them up.
0: I mean, someone has to step in here and stop
1: this. His favorite horse was allowed to roam around both inside and outside the estate. Where are we going with this? (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) So he had like a cat horse? Yeah. Okay.
0: Did it have a little horse door if we want to go out? It could just walk through. It's little like pony door.
1: (laughs) Sometimes Baronet and John would lay in front of the fire together.
0: It it is cute, but let's (laughs) pump the brakes a little bit.
1: He also loved the racetrack. He spent more on on his racehorses and their stable than he did hunting. Uh, Harriet had her daughter, Harriet Emma Charlotte. Oh, right, the family. Yes. Uh, I forgot. Uh, Harriet Emma Charlotte was born on April 23rd 1819. Uh, after the birth, the doctor went to tell John, quote, on my telling him it was a girl, he swore he would have it smothered. But throwing himself on the sofa, he gave vent to his feelings in a flood of tears. Wait, so he...
0: (laughs) He's like, good news, it's a girl. He was like, I'm going to kill her. No, I'm sorry, I'm so touched. This is amazing. Miracle of life,
1: so exciting. Essentially? Yes. (laughs) Rides emotion. Uh, he soon came around and began to enjoy his new daughter.
0: Oh, awesome! Well, what a cool pop!
1: At first, you want to kill your child, and yep. then after a couple months, you're like, "Oh, she's all right."
0: Yeah, right. No, I think you went through that as a father. Yep. You said, "Yeah,
1: yeah." No, I, I had Finn under the water. Yeah, and was... yeah. And Heather was like, "Give it a, give it a month or so." Well, all right,
0: I'll give it one month. And I was like, "I wanted a girl." <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, but John did not slow down with the birth of the child. In 1819, he decided he wanted to be in Parliament. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's for sure time. He's ready. Uh, it, it was family tradition, and he would run as a Tory.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Surprise.
1: Yeah. No, they're great. Uh, he used his wealth. Quote, his method... Wait, to, really? A, a man used his wealth to get into public yeah, office? If you can believe that. Quote, his method of canvassing was to ride along the main streets of Shrewsbury attired in a brilliant colored coat trimmed with gold buttons and a 10-pound note intended for voters to snatch at attached to each button. (laughs) Relatable. Uh, (laughs) Super relatable. Okay, so, and this was effective campaigning? When someone grabbed the note, he replaced it. He ended up giving away 10,000 pounds.
0: Now, to some, that would be considered bribery. But I think the loophole is if you wear it on your buttons, it isn't. It It is not. It's a loophole. People
1: are taking it. Right. You're not giving it to them. Right, no. Uh, So that would be about 830,000 pounds today. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. I mean, if that... I would I would vote for this person. If there was someone who, like...
0: I mean, they're all such dog shit now. Like, if there was someone who just had 20s on their jacket, I'd be like, yeah, he lets you get it. He's like one of those little cash machines with a fan, but he's a human. <laughs>
1: uh, so, John Mitten was elected MP for Shrewsbury. Okay. To celebrate, he threw uh, a giant party in the town. Quote, the populace had been presented with a Durham heifer, which... Accompanied by a drum and fife band and several butchers in white frocks was being drawn to the town in a wagon decorated with laurels and ribbons
0: so what is, what's happening
1: so there's uh there's a cow it sounds
0: like a bangabus bus to me, which is uh what my family took here tonight there a bang bus uh no 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 different website. At least they I hope th- that's not what they took.
1: <laughs> they lie to me um so there's a cow, and then there's a a band right <laughs> in that white. order is interesting. We and got then, a cow, we got a band, and then a few butchers in their white mm-hmm. uh, hell <laughs> white of a party <laughs> uh and then uh and then a wagon with uh ribbons on it, and then the uh animal was slain roasted whole, and distributed to the poor supporters of John Mitten.
0: Wait, what animal? The cow. Oh, okay, right. So they, the butcher killed the cow. whole.
1: Mm-hmm, that's how I like it.
0: <laughs> Treat it like a baked potato. Just throw it on
1: the fire. So he arrived at the House of Commons in June. But he que- very quickly realized that the debates were boring. Well, Dave... <laughs> yeah. He left after thirty minutes. What? And <laughs> went back to Shropshire. Is that allowed? That was his only appearance in Westminster. As wait,
0: wait, wait, an MP.
1: wait. He, does, is his term thirty minutes? No. Well, oh, he it still is. is in power. No, I mean he is, but he left. So yeah. Can... What is the protocol there? There's no protocol. They can't make him come back. <laughs> okay. This loopholes. And he just went back to his life in good times. Uh, Halston was the scene of amazing dinners, and no man was allowed to go to bed sober. Okay. He was constantly seen in shropshire uh, jumping his horse, Baronet, over gates, brooks, and anything else he could find. And
0: weren't people like, aren't you in Parliament? Aren't you supposed to... (laughs) I was! I am still! Ha-ha! Pick money off my coat! We're going to roast a whole cow!
1: At the Lion Inn, one day he let in two foxes and they ran around where some women were sitting, quote, and pursued them around the room with view hallows.
0: No, 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 no. That is an attempted murder.
1: (laughs) At the Bedford Hotel, he made a bet. And then he rode his horse upstairs into the dining room and jumped over a table where his friends were eating out onto the balcony and then galloped off down the street.
0: Is Okay, so he just has the amount of money where, like, everybody's like, oh, very good one, Mitten. God damn it, Mitten. Like, where he could just ride his horse anywhere. Yeah.
1: No one's going to say anything to him. It's power. It's weird yeah. that money gives you power. So Hay had never actually recovered from the birth, and she became weaker and weaker. She was now a shell of her former self, and she died on July 2nd. She was buried near the lake at Halston. Okay. Uh, they had been married for two years. John's mother then came to live at the estate. In response to Harriet's death, John began to drink more.
0: Mm, her, of course, you're into that. Picture I mean, drinking guy. a gallon of rum is like, hey, I like this guy. This guy's cool.
1: Uh, he started to get injured often when hunting.
0: W- Sorry, when drunk hunting. He's drunting. Yeah, he's,
1: dr- he's drunting. <laughs> one day he fell and broke his arm, but was back hunting the next day in a sling. Okay. Uh, he had 60 injuries in one hunting season. What? Is he being hunted? <laughs> uh... One day he fell and broke three ribs, but the next day a friend brought a fox. Quote, swathed in bandages, he was lifted from his couch and placed in the saddle. Of- okay,
0: so this is like, this is like, okay, so this is like sad. This is where people are going like, good job, John. Why do Like he's like got his like crutches and he's just got his rifle and they're like aiming it for him. <laughs> yeah, it's not great.
1: Right. Uh, he was lifted from his couch and placed in the saddle of the devil, one of his brightest hunters. Uh, When Parliament dissolved in 1820, he decided he was not going to stand in the next election. (laughs) Because of the injuries? (laughs) Yes, yeah. He then became High Sheriff of Maronethshire. What? In 1821. I think you're just rich, so you're just like, oh, I'll be the sheriff.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like he's sheriff material. It doesn't sound like he's human material, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it's not great. In the summer of 1821, he met 17-year-old Caroline Gifford. Mm.
0: Mm -hmm -hmm. Uh, Sounds like a real Prince Andrew.
1: (laughs) Uh, Congratulations on your prince.
0: He really knows how to keep it together.
1: Yeah, he's really... He really knows how to it's nice. not sweat during an interview. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sorry, could we do this in a pool? Uh, <laughs> no, I've never met a person who's an actual woman person. <laughs> Whereas in America, we're just like, oh, it's so funny that they killed him.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs>
1: what's the next news story? So Caroline's uh, hunter uh, father was also a hunter, so they bonded, and they fell in love, and they were married in October. Okay. For the first few years, John was actually a good husband this time. Well,
0: that's quite a actually.
1: But after some time, he started hanging out with his old mates and drinking. Mm-hmm. Caroline was thrilled at first when he became high sheriff of a Shropshire, and uh, so he became another high, high sheriff. He became a, a higher sheriff? Of a different town. Yeah, I guess it is a higher sheriff. Uh, is Shropshire a town or is it a place? Well, there's a lot of different Light answers. Of, uh, the... It's
0: a town county of a state in a country of its own. It's Shropshire. landlocked. It's a landlocked country. It's an archipelago near the ocean. It's a bit like that. It's underwater. It's like Atlantis if it were on land, but it wasn't land. It was actually a trash island, yeah. And it was its own state. It had its own statehood, but it's its own country, which is actually a continent,
1: yeah. You think about it, yeah. Anyway. He's the high sheriff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was now in charge of 140 prisoners. Perfect.
0: I'm sure he relates to that position. Uh, a he, man who can do no wrong <laughs> in the eyes of society.
1: He also became a major in the Shropshire Yeomanry Cavalry. Okay. Uh, and this is exactly what Caroline wanted. She thought he would settled down and things were looking up. Mm-hmm. She thought she was pregnant in the summer.
0: Uh-oh, get ready. Better be a
1: boy. Yeah. In November, they had a son.
0: Uh, Oh, boy. That doctor's like, good news this
1: time. To celebrate, 25 sheep were killed and cooked for people. Well, uh, cigars are nice. In the 1820s, it was a fashionable time in England. Men gambled and frolicked. (laughs) Sounds about the same, to be honest. (laughs) Quote, they strutted like gay parrots for their hour upon the stage. Wow, that is...
0: Do parrots strut? I feel like there's a lot of other things that strut. Yeah, yeah like... they
1: strut. Yeah. You ever seen a parrot strut?
0: Yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Many times. That's what I think of when I think of strutting.
1: Yeah. yeah just some cool parrot, like... <laughs> yeah, That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wore mob jackets, canary waistcoats, and speckled pants. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. John had 150 suits of all colors that he Jesus mixed, Christ. regardless of whether they went together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of relate to this guy a little bit for a moment. John decided Caroline had, quote, two playthings at home so he could start going out and having fun again. Mm-hmm.
0: And Is the it- playthings again, just to be clear, are his children. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. So he's That's like, oh, well, we you'll be fine. You've got the plaything." She's like, These are, this is our family. He's like, oh, <laughs> have fun, you lot. There's port everywhere. Everywhere, literally. Find a place where it's not. <laughs> All right, I'll be back in a fortnight. Woo, I'm
1: shit-faced. Let's eat a horse. Uh, so he started hanging out with the uh, fashionable men, and his drinking came back. John got into the habit Did, of, had It had gone? Well, he slowed down. Okay. John got into the habit of riding his horse up the front steps of his friend's houses when he stopped by for a visit.
0: So, this is what had to happen at some point. At some point, somebody had to be like, you can't ride horses wherever you want. But now, it's like a, a disease where he's just like, I
1: do whatever I want with my horse. When they opened the door, he would ride the horse into the house. No, John, Jesus, ha, 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 how funny is this? I'm fucking hammered, <laughs> In his own house, he would often ride a baronet around the billiard table.
0: I mean, there were people who, he definitely had a guy who was like, Very funny, sir. Good job. You've knocked everything off the walls again. That'll take us a week to clean up. Very droll. Very
1: droll. (laughs) Ha ha! John was actually very good with horses. Quote, he... Well, (laughs) sort of. Quote, he really appeared to have a sort of magic influence over their tempers. There was a touch of genius there. I think whoever he's said like a that... Whor- he's like a horse whisperer. He's like How a horse- else do you get a horse to ride around a billiard table and sleep with you in front of a fire? Uh, <laughs> and, and Is make he dating the upsta- horse? Make love upstairs. You're right. She can't know about us. <laughs> Nobody would understand. One day the lake was frozen. To amuse himself... Oh, he- here we go. He made 20 stable hands, put on ice skates, and go out on the ice. None of them had ever skated before. <laughs>
0: Yes, funny. Technically funny. Just too much money, but technically funny.
1: (laughs) I mean, he's just hammered just barking orders. Yeah. Uh, He watched them until it became boring, and then he pulled out a bag of rats.
0: What? (sighs) Every time I'm over this guy, he drags me back in. Yeah, it's... uh... He pulled out a bag of rats? Yeah, so
1: pre-planned.
0: Bro, obviously pre-planned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you don't just go, oh, no. Yeah, you're like, uh, it's
1: time for sweeps. Go, boys. <laughs> he put the rats on the ice. But the ice was soon covered in blood. Oh, no, Dave. Because the rat catcher had cut off all their tails. Because that's how you got paid as a rat catcher. You would show the tails.
0: Couldn't in this situation the guy just show a bag of rats? (laughs) Like, that's proof enough.
1: Yeah, that's... (laughs) I mean, that's a good point.
0: Truly, if anything, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, dude,
1: there's blood all over this bag. This is going to be terrible. Uh, John was then sad, and he ended the fun. This is like a drunk
0: fox catcher. (laughs) The DuPont guy. Oh.
1: Yeah, who started the wrestling team.
0: It's an American thing.
1: Um, John Drake, five to six bottles of port a day. Jesus Christ. He started drinking in the morning while he was shaving. By the... Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) I'm liking it again. (laughs) I mean, that that is great when you just have no responsibility on any level where you can just be... King port, shaving every day if you drink that much port seems crazy, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, he brewed his own beer. Apperly said in the cellar he had, quote, wine enough in wood and bottle for a Roman emperor. Okay. He continued to have dinners at Halston. When the women retired, the men would get drunk until they passed out.
0: Uh-huh.
1: One day a showman was passing through town. Really? A showman? Yeah. And John bought a bear and a monkey from him for 35 pounds.
0: What's a showman? To me, it's like somebody Uh, who's, like, entertaining, but this guy just has exotic animals? Yeah, probably
1: like a circus situation.
0: Okay. And he was able to transport monkeys and bears at the same time?
1: Look, I didn't get into the transportation of animals. I'm just saying that's a difficult order. Yeah, I mean, you would cage a bear, and then you'd, you know, roll him around in a cage.
0: Okay. And so he bought these two.
1: The monkey, I assume, sat on his shoulder. Obviously, yes, obviously. The bear was named Nell. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a violent temper. No, 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 she was a bear. <laughs> she was a bear. She had a violent temper. She was a bear.
0: It's a bear. I don't know what's gotten into Nell lately. <laughs> well, you know, John, it's a bear. Uh, and they're wild animals, and you've put yours in a cage. She's been distant. No, no, no. She's a bear.
1: Uh, Something's wrong with the monkey, too. He's so wild. The farmhands all avoided Nell, but she loved John. I mean, what? One night, he was entertaining, and after dinner, he excused himself, no, saying no, he no, would no, be no, right no, back. No, no, no. no, no you what? don't know. Mm, Pardon me a moment. Oh uh, no. Quote From the quarter beyond the dining room door, there came odd sounds of scraping and sliding. These grew louder. Footsteps were also audible and the sound of heavy breathing. <laughs> then Mitten's voice Open them up now! Oh no. The doors opened to reveal John was riding the bear. What?
0: It just he's like invincible <laughs> riding the bear if you were friends with him and he was like I'll be right back that's when you're like alright let's get the fuck out of here right now I don't know what's happening he's probably gonna bang that horse in front of us
1: the terrified guest jumped on the table or chairs with as, a bear as he rode Nell into the room what one man leapt out the window by the way we now know who the smartest man in the room yes. was. Yeah.
0: one <laughs> jumped out a window.
1: But Nell was calm, a little too calm. John had spurs on. Oh, my God. They, I mean, they generally don't tell you to do that with a bear. When you're riding a bear.
0: But right there, that's not a situation
1: anyone's in. Well, you could be invading Rome and... Riding elephants and bears.
0: I'm not buying it.
1: So he drove the spurs into Nell while he yelled, quote, Tally ho, tally ho. (laughs) Nell screeched out in pain and then bit John on the leg. Okay. I think we know where the crowd stands. Yeah. Yeah. Pro bear. Two servants grabbed Nell and led her off. John was taken upstairs, and a doctor was called. (laughs) What the... I mean... Okay. Nell ended up living at Halston for seven years until she attacked a servant and injured him badly. They decided she had to be killed, but in the ensuing struggle to take her to her execution, she fought and died.
0: I mean... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It all sounds pretty terrible.
1: She had it it coming.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, she just couldn't kick that bear attitude. Now, the
1: monkey got a
0: taste... Oh, right, the monkey. (laughs) It's time for a new wrinkle. What's the monkey doing? Uh, The monkey got really into port.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's like those monkeys... Is it Thailand where the monkeys...
0: Oh, it's they get shit faced. Well, it's everywhere. But there's no, there's that tropical island where, like, where monkeys, like, are. Yeah, they just have basically now. It's in their instinct to just get shit faced. And I'm not saying it's okay, but I am saying if you watch an island full of drunk monkeys drinking like cocktails like this, (laughs) they are just like humans when they're hammered. They just have arms around each other. Like, let me tell you why but hey, 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 shut the fuck up, Don. Shut up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's amazing. If you can Google it.
0: Literally, drunk monkeys, it'll be like the second or third video. And they by just, the way, there's not grab, a long video to watch.
1: They grab drinks from tourists and yeah. just pound them. Yeah. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah.
0: It's really amazing. Uh, uh, it, I mean, nature's magical.
1: Yeah. But one day, the monkey got so drunk that he became literally blind. Oh, my God. What? And he died soon after. Oh, my God. But he went out the way he wanted to. I don't think he did. think he did. No, I don't think he did. I think they both did. I think the bear went out fighting servants, and (laughs) the monkey went out with just like a funnel of port in his mouth. It's just like being out in nature. How do you not cut off a monkey?
0: How are you not like, uh, you've had enough port. You're a monkey. Uh...
1: Well, I feel like he's not that responsible. Who, Who? John. John Mitten? Yeah.
0: Oh, weird. I haven't gotten that vibe. We talking about the same guy still? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So John was also not big on boring guests. Sometimes they were people Caroline invited over. <laughs> if he couldn't take it and was too bored by the conversation... I
0: mean, the other things he's done is when he's, like, having fun.
1: Yeah. So bored... What? So he would just get up in the middle of dinner and walk away from the table, walk over, jump through a window, and walk off... <laughs>
0: I'm back in. That is the way to handle it. In laws?
1: John. One night, two guests bored him so much that when they left on their horses, he ran and got a carter's smock, loaded a hit pistol, and rode his horse as fast as he could to cut them off. Then he jumped out from behind a tree, pointed a gun at them, and yelled quote, Stand and deliver! The two terrified men sped off, and John chased them all the way into town. <laughs> but that's not a joke. Like, they don't know
0: you're joking. Just like a bear doesn't know that, like, it's, this, is a, this is all in his
1: head. Well, it's a joke of sorts. I, a, sound, no, to them, it's, it's an attempted murder. It's no, it's prank. not a prank. It's no, to prank. them, it's a murder. To them, they're running away from a murder. No, this could be on a prank show. I don't think so. People started calling him Mad Jack. Mm-hmm. They said he, quote, not only did he not mind accidents, he positively liked them. Mm-hmm. John would drive his carriage at high speed. One time he tried to find out if a horse pulling his carriage could jump over a toll gate. Let me guess. He could not. All right. <laughs> now we know. Another time he was riding with a man and John asked him if he'd ever been upset in a carriage.
0: Uh, this, if you're that guy, you're like, I'm getting out. <laughs> I don't like where this is headed.
1: The man said no, and then John yelled, quote, What? What a damn a slow fellow you must have been all your life. He then took the carriage up a bank going full speed, tipped it over, tossing himself and the passenger <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. uh, he liked to drive his carriage as fast as possible. I'm directly, getting that. Directly at obstacles, like rabbit holes. What? He wanted to see if the carriage would turn over, and a lot of the time it would. <laughs> 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 he somehow managed to avoid serious injury. John also liked to send local kids to the top of a hill. Oh, no. A quote, remarkable ascent named oh, this is another Welsh thing, I think. Fold Dynas. He would give half a crown to the kid who reached the bottom first. It was 182 meters down. I mean, this is elaborate child murder. (laughs) Quote, the prime amusement in this marathon was to be derived from watching the falls of the children as they stumbled headlong among the boulders. So he just... (laughs) He has like a bloodthirst. This is a dangerous person. When he was bored with that, he'd have the boys fight each other for prizes. (laughs) Christ. And sometimes he'd have old people race for money. (laughs) Once again,
0: I'm back in. That I like. I like that one. That's that's, that's a fun one. (laughs) You know, it's just like a bunch of tortoises like racing each other. (laughs) Now fight the children Get on the back of that bear Fight each other (laughs) I've no one
1: (laughs) Now despite all this He was at the height of his popularity How? (laughs) Who was like Yes, this guy's awesome He was eccentric, often infuriating And at times a total embarrassment But he was somehow super likable Oh, boy. Boris Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Too real. The guy with the picture just went, "Uh, uh, Uh, (sighs) uh, Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, John fell into a routine when he wasn't hunting or gambling. He was racing horses. Mm -hmm. And he was blowing through money. Even though his lands brought uh, in and made tons of money, he was always in debt. Oh, no. Wait, okay. I kind of like this. He and Caroline now had four kids. Woof! But she Well, was...
0: she's got a lot of hobbies at home, it sounds yeah. like.
1: Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, but she was unhappy.
0: Why? What, what part of this distant husband who was out of control and drunk all the time and leaving her to raise four children alone was bothering her? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Women. Uh, she would give him shit, and he'd stay away more. He gambled more and raced more and was slowly wasting his fortune. His accountant told him... <laughs> his accountant tongue himself. His accountant told him he was going too far. But he was known to answer, quote, What the devil is the use of having a head on my shoulders if I am made to make use of yours?
0: So his accountant's like, you're out of money. He's like, I don't feel like I'm out of money. <laughs> so, oh my God, if this guy gets poor... He was uh,
1: insanely wasteful with money. Oh, Yes. Visitors would find banknotes lying around in odd places on the estate. It wasn't known whether he had uh, left them there on purpose or he just lost them.
0: Sounds like he lost them. That doesn't sound like his prank.
1: Like his prank, you would find
0: a 20 and there'd be a snake under it.
1: That's right. He was spending big on hunting. He had 150 pairs of hunting pants, 700 pairs of handmade hunting boots, 1,000 hats, and 3,000 hunting shirts. So... Was he wasteful? <laughs> and yet, sometimes when he was really into it, he would strip nude and hunt naked. Back in. <laughs> Even through snowdrifts and gorge rivers. Wow. He also got into night hunting. Oh, <laughs> no. He would go out in the middle of the night wearing only a nightshirt. What is a nightshirt? Like a nightgown? Yeah. A nightie? Yeah, like a nightie.
0: He would walk out like Scrooge, just like yes. with like a long nighty, his little cap, and like a candle. Like I'm looking for bears. That's right. It's high stakes.
1: He would lay in the snow and hunt ducks. Sometimes he would just go naked onto the ice of a frozen lake and wait for the ducks. What? Is he immortal? After he was out there for a while and had killed some ducks, he returned as if everything was normal, no effects from the cold at all. Then he'd go to bed and go to sleep. Many times he'd get up 30 minutes later, strip naked, and do it all over again.
0: I guarantee you he forgot he did it. He's like that drunk where you're like, I should go hunt ducks. I haven't done that in a while. It's like, you're surrounded by dead ducks, dude. You know what I've never done is hunted a duck. No, you. there's a pot. You did that four times last
1: night. This room is ducks. He apparently had zero issues with the cold because he was now frequently hunting topless. In the 15 years since he had received his inheritance, he had spent it all. Oh, my God. He was deeply in debt. His accountant said if he only spent 6000 a year for six years, then he would not have to sell the Shrewsbury estate. Well, that's not possible. John responded, quote, I wouldn't give a damn to live on 6000 a year. He decided to sell the estate. By real- the way, this is
0: also the United States economic policy. <laughs>
1: A relative begged him not to, saying the property had been in the family for 500 years. And John said, quote, the devil it has, then it is high time it should go.
0: (laughs) Does he have a terminal illness? This feels like Brewster's Millions. Like, this is what you do when you've been given, like, a diagnosis. You know, you're just like, all right, fuck it, we'll go crazy.
1: Yeah, rich people suck. So, First I've heard of it. So drinking was obviously very normal at the time, but John's drinking was excessive. So that, I mean, that's crazy. If you're a yeah. drunk then... I mean, this is right in the middle of the gin craze. <laughs> Let's not open that bottle again. Uh, he started acting out more. He picked a fight with a minor who... Not a, not a kid. Oh. <laughs> with a minor, like a...
0: By the way, the way this story's gone, you automatically assume he's <laughs> like, what did you say? He's like, I said I'm selling papers, I'm 10
1: see you outside. You're going to fight a bear. Uh, He picked a fight with a miner who screwed up one of his hunts, and they had a bear knuckle fist fight. you got to leave less pauses after bear (laughs) with this guy. I
0: hear bear, and he was going to have a bear fist fight him.
1: After 20 rounds, the miner gave up. What? (laughs) How long are these rounds? I mean, back then, they were like a minute. That's a long time. Yeah. On another hunting trip, he took the lead and others slowed their horses when they saw a chasm ahead. John did not. He rode his horse straight for it and yelled, quote, now for the honor of Shropshire and then crashed into the chasm. Are we going to find out at the end of this he's a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> what? One rider was following fast behind him, and John was hit by the horse. He was bruised and bloody. This would be the last time John hunted. Okay.
0: Well, that sounds, that's nice to hear. That's reassuring, at least. But again, what hasn't he done? So there's, like, no worlds left to conquer as far as hunting for him.
1: He started gambling even more. Quote: that Smart.
0: So the accountant was like, I'm glad you're listening to me. <laughs> I'm leaving this position, by the way.
1: Quote, that autumn, a wild gambling fever had hold of him. He was often in Birmingham where he, had, uh, Birmingham. Where he gave tremendous rowdy parties. Okay. At a racetrack one day, an angry John walked by three rough-looking men. He had on a red hunting coat. One <laughs> of the men said, quote, devil, I will have some of his golden buttons. And they blocked John. He handed his horse's bridge to one of them and his hat to a boy standing nearby. And then he fought the other two men. <laughs> Okay. The fight didn't last long, and John won. He was now very happy and gave them each a guinea.
0: So if you're him, you wake up every day with no plan other than to start drinking when you're shaving and then just seeing what happens.
1: That's right. Okay. Uh, but John was becoming more and more angry. He was, that is hard to see. He was fighting, he was yelling at people, and people became afraid of him.
0: People became afraid
1: of him? <laughs> he was now hitting people without being provoked. <laughs> well, that's, that's a problem. Friends distanced distance themselves. Why? In a drunken rage, he fought with Caroline and yelled at the servants. This was during a week straight drinking binge. And then Caroline left. In a legal document, she said he committed, quote, an act of outrageous and injurious conduct. She went home to her family in Chillington. Okay. What? Just that she's going to chill in Chillington. Oh. Okay. John was now alone in his huge house. Oh, that's that's good. Over the winter, he blew through more money, and all of his friends deserted him. So he decided to run for Parliament again. <laughs> what?
0: Uh, this is like when Muhammad Ali would like still fight when he was like, oh, God. done, where you're just like, yeah. no, dude,
1: stop, it's, oh, over. Fat it's Muhammad over, it's, Ali. it's no. over, it's over, it's over. The first area to vote was the one nearest where John lived, and he actually took the lead. But he soon fell behind another area. Who's the other guy? He was like, what? Oh, my God. Uh, there were like five guys. Uh, but then they had to vote all over, and... It, as the other areas voted, he fell more and more behind and dropped out. Okay. He was cheered and laughed at by many people. John now seemed like a beaten man. He began to be hounded by lenders and bailiffs. They followed him everywhere. He fled to London and rented a room in a small hotel. A month later, he ran for Dinas Malvin in Wales. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. What? Nope. <laughs> One day, the locals said they saw him walking quickly, quote, bareheaded without a coat or boots. He was apparently running from someone.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not a look you have when you're like, I'm just on a stroll.
1: He went to Chilling to see Caroline and the children, but she heard he was coming and had armed men waiting.
0: <laughs> so things are good between <laughs> <90s>, them, <right? laughs> obviously.
1: That's kind of a restraining order.
0: Yeah, that, that is an old-fashioned restraining order.
1: Uh, he, uh, they attacked John. He knocked eight of them down during the fight. So what
0: is he like? He's got Hulk strength? He's got giant uh, top parts. Why doesn't somebody just sweep the leg like in the Karate Kid? That's little dry. like a kicking two matches from underneath
1: him. You can't get close to him with those those giant arms. I mean, okay. Uh, but they were eventually able to handcuff him and haul him off. Okay. A few days later, a notice appeared in the Times announcing all possessions at Halston would be sold. John filed for bankruptcy. Aperly, a.k.a. Nimrod had moved to uh, Calais, France. On November 5th, John just showed up there. Good news! <laughs> I need a friend. <laughs> this is going to be great. They had not seen each other in two years, but Epperly knew everything that was going on. He said John looked completely different. Quote, round shoulders, decrepit, tottering old young man bloated by drink. Old young man. Old young man. Yeah. John wanted to hide in France as long as possible. But sure. the next day, he yelled at apperly quote, I'll have my wife back, by God. They handcuffed me, but so help me, God, I'll have her yet. You're like,
0: awesome. You should go <laughs> now and leave here right
1: away. That sounds, yeah, romantic. Do anything, please. That sounds romantic. Yeah.
0: No, she's going to love that. I have you. <sighs> <laughs>
1: um. That's why I have 20 guards outside the house.
0: I've beaten all the guards. I love you so much, darling. How are the two kids? Four. Another miracle. We should pay them to fight each other. Let me ride the biggest one. We should eat the baby. God, I miss us.
1: He stayed in different hotels in France and ran up bills throwing parties. People started to take advantage of him when he was drunk and had him sign notes for far more than he owed them.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: John ended up staying in France for years. One night he went to, up to his hotel room, shit-faced, with a swindler... Who you was don't trying- need
0: to tell me this guy's shit-faced. Then he- <laughs> Let me know when this man's not drunk.
1: A uh, swindler was trying to get him to sign a note. And then at some point, a younger guy joined them, and they're all drinking. Mm-hmm. After some time, John dressed for bed but began hiccuping intensely. (laughs) So he is very ready for bed. Yeah.
0: Quote, damn this hiccup, I'll
1: frighten it away.
0: Oh, no. No, 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 (laughs) no, no. What does a man on this level do to self-frighten? I'm going to kill myself.
1: He grabbed a candle and put the flame under his shirt.
0: (laughs) Solid. (laughs) So he's just going to human torch himself? My, he's like it just like tss, my hiccups are gone. Oh the, no!
1: Oh boy! <laughs> the shirt burst into flames. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, when you put a candle under your shirt, uh, the uh, John was totally enveloped. The two men threw him to the ground and tore the shirt off. <laughs> the two men were like, "John, just drink some water upside down." <laughs> Burn. John staggered into bed and said, "Quote: The hiccup is gone. By God." <laughs> What did I tell you? (laughs) The next day, Aperly heard what
0: happened. The next day? I mean, he's waking up like, whoa, what did I... We all woken
1: up and been like, whoa, how did I get here? He's like, oh, my God. I was lit on fire last night? My nipples are burned. I lit myself on fire. Holy shit. Why should I shave and get drunk? (laughs) Uh, So Aperly... Aperly sent for a doctor and went to see John. Quote, a bear doctor. Well, you've got a lot
0: of issues, John. Um, I suggest not drinking. Okay, next. Do you have a bear? Huh? I'll buy a bear. <laughs> doctor, <laughs> you're my best friend. No. You're my only friend. No. Is it?
1: What? Come here. Come here, you...
0: Okay, I'm leaving. Hey, 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 we should both be doctors together. Let me examination you. Put out your hand. No. I uh, go like this. Blah. Go like that. Blah. He steals nipples. Dude, I love us. This is so us. This is classic us. I'll give a million dollars to hang out with me for the afternoon. I'm lonely. Ha! <laughs>
1: Quote, there lay Mr. Mitten, not only shirtless. (laughs) Mr. Mitten, he's like a Mr. Man book. He's one of the Mr. Men. Oh, Mr. Mitten. (laughs) Not only shirtless, but sheetless, with the skin of his breast, shoulder, and knees of the same color with a newly singed bacon hog.
0: Wait, so he like seriously burned himself, (laughs) like he like cooked himself? Yeah. Okay, so, okay. It's still funny, but it's darker.
1: Aperley asked him why he had done it, and John responded that he wanted to show Aperley how he could bear pain. But that's
0: not what he was doing. No. He was trying to get rid of, like, so this is the drunk thing where you're like, I want to show everyone how tough I was. They said it
1: was hiccups. I had the hiccups? Huh. The doctor ordered John not to drink, but he did. Yeah. And that made his condition worse. Aperly, quote, two weeks after the burning, he came to a certain extent deranged, and it was quite evident he would shortly become a maniac. Shortly become a maniac? <laughs> that is the
0: understatement of the story. I mean, oh, this yeah. dude has been a maniac since two. Yeah, pretty soon he's going to get weird. Uh, I'm worried that we're going to start to see John become strange. <laughs> it just seems like it might be what's next.
1: Uh, Aperly told him to quit drinking, or the doctor said he would die in three days. That doctor's,
0: like, probably a little crazy, too. That's very specific. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think you could predict it on that level. You're like, it's very bad, but three days? Three days. You've got three days to live, John. (laughs) I'm also not a doctor.
1: (laughs) He teetered on the edge for months, once slipping into madness. But four months later, he began to heal. In April, he left his room for the first time. (laughs) Good boy. And then one night, he went to town and got shit-faced. (laughs) After he relapsed and nearly lost the use of his legs. Well, that's because they were just two needles. (laughs) (laughs) But within a month, he was walking again. His situation with his debts and property required that he go to England to sign deeds to sell property to pay debt. After two years in France, he returned and signed the documents in London. The only property left were Halston and Haverly, which were family owned. In addition to property, he had sold off all the possessions in Halston but he was still unable to pay off his debts. In today's money, it's estimated he burned through over 20 million pounds. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: And one shirt. Yeah. Wow. How
1: old is he at this point? Oh, he's like 30s, late he's, 30s.
0: Wow. That is quite a run.
1: Yeah, it's a good run. Yeah. Kind of at a party. Yeah. John then moved into the now empty Halston. Everything inside had been sold. He lived in a small room on the top floor, and had one servant.
0: Boy, that guy was like, ugh. <laughs> Anything else, Mister Benton? Yes, I require eggs and a bear. Uh, also and a bed, a bed. You come
1: here. You're my best friend. How's the job going over there at the Halsted Place?
0: Uh, it's not. It's um. I hate it. It's not good. Why? It's a nice house and they It's know. a great house. The property's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but uh inside lives a, a lunatic. Um the other night he was uh he said he had uh diarrhea, so he stabbed himself. <laughs> He's just got a whole bunch of home remedies he comes up with. Does Plus, that work? Huh? Does that work? Yeah. No, no, that does not work. I'm sorry, oh. I thought you said is it work?" It is. It does not work. But um, he also, like, he's got ferret pants now. I don't know if you've ever heard of those. <laughs> I have not heard of ferret pants. It's like he wears a tight pair of tight pants, and then he puts a bunch of ferrets in them. <laughs> like, the truth is, he's kind of adorable, but he's just so drunk. Yeah. You there, who are you talking to? <laughs> oh, I should probably go back in. I, um... Uh, he, um... He drinks a barrel of booze a day, so... That's cool. Yeah, no, it's great.
1: You should take this job. No, I'm working for the king. Oh. What? Why are you here? Stay off. (laughs) I like to go for walks. Long walks. Think about it. Who's the king? All right, oh, man. It's Fred, uh, no, no, no. I'm, Fredward? Uh, huh? Fred Willard? Fredward. Fredward? The second. But I don't call him by his, you know, he's the king. I, it's so I it's say very your, clear this
0: is already a lie. I so say so your we may highness. Well.
1: Huh? I say your highness. I don't, I don't call him. Oh, well, your story it. checks out. Yeah. So, you know, there's a bunch of them.
0: A bunch of kings? Yeah. <laughs> there's four. <laughs> four.
1: There's four? Yeah. What's it,
0: a deck of cards?
1: Yeah, They sw- <laughs> they switch. They switch out. I can't
0: believe I'm going to say this. I miss John, so I'm going to roll. <laughs> that dude gets it.
1: I have diarrhea, so I'm glad I came here. You
0: cut it out of yourself. I've seen John do
1: it. So, John was now 36 years old. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Lived hard. After two months of living in an empty, uh, uh, giant house.
0: With one servant who, every time he heard the bell, was like... Uh.
1: <laughs> Servants, I need my toes eaten (laughs) Uh, men came to the house and he was arrested for debts owed to Birmingham bankers and in prison bail was not allowed
0: okay oh no uh oh that's
1: aperley came to see him and said he looked like the same bloated drunk who arrived in France quote he had a leg in a state nearly approaching mortification
0: Wait,
1: what? It sounds like a rotting leg. Right. Oh, his leg. Yeah. So his leg is rotting off? Yeah. Okay. John somehow stopped drinking in prison.
0: I know how. (laughs) Was that hard to do? Was there like an option? And now you have been drinking and non drinking.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. They they are allowed to drink in prison. is like the third or fourth story that I've read where you can just get shit faced in prison if you want. That
0: makes it a little better.
1: What what are you rolling your eyes? I think that
0: makes it way better. What, prison? Well, drinking in prison, yeah.
1: Well they they drink in prison now. They get drugs and stuff. Prison's not
0: Yeah, but it's not like rec- like it's not like I mean, was it allo- it was allowed? Yeah. Yeah, see that's not what it's like today.
1: No, today the guards sell it to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's different, exactly. <laughs> or you make some toilet hooch.
1: <laughs> that's really a thing in yeah. prison. Toilet hooch.
0: Yeah. You go in the sink. Anyway. Or in the toilet. (laughs) Or in the toilet. Wrong toilet! Oh, God.
1: Hey, I shit in the hooch. Well, we'll still drink it. Uh... So his debts were paid two months later, probably by cutting down most of the trees at Halston and selling them. Okay. And then he went back to France.
0: France was like, no, 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 no. We're all set.
1: (laughs) We actually closed France for the year.
0: Um... Yeah, there's no France anymore, so uh, you should uh, <laughs> try somewhere adjacent. <laughs> no, they are um, preparing for next year's France. Everybody is very excited.
1: <laughs> okay. You guys got uh, wine, right?
0: No, 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 no. We actually, that's a, such a dirty rumor. <laughs> we uh, th- we are allergic to wine. Uh, no, we drink uh, river water here. That's what we're, uh uh-huh. So, yeah, we had wine for a while. But now it's gone. So, yeah, you should turn around. <laughs> go to another country. Because, <laughs> Fran- like I said, France closes at five. We closed about an hour and a half ago. So this is... Uh...
1: Brandy? Who
0: no, no, alcohol. You didn't say, here's the story, France. is booze-free. Yeah, quit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: no no. looking that up. <laughs> I got one of Napoleon's hats. Mmm. That... You
0: know, he was taller than most people. Uh, yeah. I don't people, believe that. Uh, yeah, no, a lot of people... Uh, I don't believe lot, that. A lot of people say could
1: have uh, been uh, the starting
0: uh, netball center,
1: whatever the middle one was. Uh, so, when he got to France, he learned that he owed more than 1,000 francs to a hotel, so he went back to England.
0: <laughs> uh, no, we're actually closed for the season. We're, uh, have you tried France? They're great right now. You should go there. They're way better. Yeah, we finished. We're not open anymore. We've actually closed England for good. Yeah, we're turning it into a uh, America. So... Uh, just a
1: uh, well, at least that's what he told Aperly, but he didn't return to England. Instead, he went to Lille. He went where? Lille. Okay. Lille. A- Lille. Yeah, again, I don't care. Okay. Uh, a couple of months later... I like Lille, though. Yeah. It's the town of Lille. Everyone's Lil. tiny. A couple of months later, he showed up at Aperley's. Quote, I shall never forget the state he was in. Shirtless, waistcoatless, neck closeless, and his trousers, and a coat stained with blood. Now, okay, the
0: the first thing is pointing out that he doesn't have, like, anything on his neck is weird. You know, he had nothing on his neck. He looked foolish. But so he's, and no waistcoat, no shirt, no waistcoat.
1: He's got nothing but a coat on. He's got him. a
0: coat with blood. Wait, he doesn't have
1: trousers on? No, his trousers. Okay, no trousers. so he is, he is just like a, like a Oh, two no, wait. Year. He does that. He has trousers. Well, that's and a different energy right there. Trousers and a coat stained with blood. Okay, so he's covered... but Still a crazy look, but okay. He had been robbed, then pawned the rest of his clothes for gin. It's the gin craze. Yeah. Uh, a couple of days later, he was arrested for debts.
0: Okay. His mother and came, having nothing on his neck, which is just right. foolish. Crime!
1: His mother came uh, to France and paid his debts and got him out. And she took him back to That's England. That's a
0: good look. Yeah. Sorry, mommy.
1: Uh, and then she took him back to England, but he owed money everywhere. And he spent his days running from town to town trying to avoid bailiffs and stay out of jail.
0: This guy was a millionaire at two. <laughs> <laughs> he's just with his mother and nothing but like a jacket with blood on it. Like, i oh, sorry, mommy.
1: This is a good reason why there should be a massive inheritance tax.
0: Yes, you mean the death tax?
1: Yeah, church. as we call it in America. Yeah. Uh, so he uh he's running from town to town, trying to avoid everybody. But he's eventually arrested and put in a Shrewsbury jail for uh, Everything. two thousand in debts. Okay. He drank so much in prison. That Damn. two doctors gave him up as hopeless.
0: What what could <laughs> Okay? It just does it sounds like a different time for doctors. Normally they'd be like, here's what you've got to do. Now they're like, he's done. Yeah, that's it. it's a zombie. Zombie Go ahead man. And
1: turn this one off. Dead
0: man walking, yeah. Done.
1: His mother came to live with him in jail. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> that's an option? What yeah. how about this? What can't you do in jail? Yeah. You can bring your mother in?
1: By Did the way, I good that's my mummy.
0: That's a good look for the other prisoners. Yeah. Tough guy. <laughs> well, i live with my mummy now. <laughs> We're drinking here. Also, what's she have going on? Nothing?
1: Nothing, I Nothing. guess. Nothing. Well, I think she wanted to try to get him sober again.
0: Yeah, but you moving into jail.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh she stayed with him all the time. He died there. Soon after, on March 29, 1834, quote, a round-shouldered, tottering, old young man bloated by drink, worn out by too much foolishness, too much wretchedness, and too much brandy. He was just 38. Jesus Christ. Uh, though he was clearly a mess for years, he was remembered for his lack of malice, innate goodness, and generosity. Over 3,000 people went to his funeral. Many were his fellow soldiers, former tenants and servants, and then just general well-wishers. Uh, Apperly or Nimrod, published his, John's biography in 1835. Many roads and streets to this day are named after him in the county of Shropshire.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Well... How do you, how do you feel? Uh, I mean,
0: I feel like this is the drunkest man we've ever had on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so... Dead at thirty. Okay, so yes, it's quite a ride we've gone on with this man.
1: I think the estate taxes. Really That's what important. the message is. Yeah, take away rich people's money. Because then he would have to earn his way, and figure it out, take away his title too. Yeah, so I guess if you're pointy. if you're
0: rich enough to own, if you're rich enough to ride bears, ride horses through homes, have monkeys. That fight put servants on ice to skate and then have rats chase them uh you're able to have multiple children, abandon your family, uh keep running away from your debts, keep drinking, light yourself on fire by putting a candle under your shirt to get rid of your hiccups. <laughs> Potentially, you are a little out of touch with the regular person that's right that's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, And in America, we don't get rid of the death tax. God, we should. No, we we don't have a death tax. They got rid of it. Right. Yeah, right. Because that was going so poorly. Right. As you can see, since they got rid of it, everything's going great. (laughs) Uh, Sources, Madcap's Progress by Richard Darwell. Uh, And then, of course, Nimrod wrote. um, And this guy just kept the name Nimrod forever? Yeah. Proudly? Yep. Okay. He wrote memoirs of the life of the late John Mitten, Esquire, of Halston, Shropshire, with notices of his hunting, shooting, driving, racing, eccentric, and extravagant exploits. Also, and when did he come up with the mittens? I don't know. Okay.
0: That's probably what they put on his hands so that he couldn't actually grab anything anymore eventually. They just gave him yeah. like two oven mitts.
1: Also, Mango, the King of Pickles, the Life and Times of Squire John Mitten of Halston by that's a, Gene worth
0: That is a book written about him? Yeah. That Mango the Pickle Man?
1: What is it called? Mango the King of Pickles. Mango King of Pickles. Okay. I hope you're happy.
0: I feel good. I feel real good. Uh, Yeah. Normal shit as usual. You realize now my family's going to go get on a curry bus and take that back to... uh... I heard it was a bang bus. You heard wrong. Uh, Thank you guys very much for coming out. We appreciate it. everybody. This is Gareth Reynolds from the Dollar Podcast. This is the show you're listening to. wanted to give you some of my stand-up dates coming up. July 22nd through the 25th, I'll be at Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin. August 5th, I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona at CB Live. Then I'll be at the Rally Improv, August 6th through the 8th. And I'll be at Hyenas in Dallas, Texas, August 19th. Join me there. Or join me the next night, August 20th, the State Theater in Austin or Texas, if that doesn't work for you. Join me August 21st at the Rec Room in Houston, Texas. Uh, And then I'll be at the Spokane Comedy Club in Spokane, Washington, August 26th. The following night, I'll be at the Tacoma Comedy Club, August 27th. Go to GarethReynolds.com to get tickets for all those dates. I love you.